Welcome to Critical Blues Reviews. I'm your host, Critical, and I would like to say, what's the word, everybody? How's everybody doing out there? And so um, we will be going over and reviewing Assassination Nation. But before we begin, I would like to say, let's make me last by giving listener support to the podcast. That's right. That's making a donation saying we appreciate you and uh keep up doing what you're doing you know and uh and i would be very appreciative because i like doing what i'm doing i you know i want to you know give you the best reviews i can from my own head it's just my own opinion on things i look at things and view things differently and i was hoping how i view things differently you know is entertaining but anyway um assassination nation uh, actually how I even came across this movie, not too many people know about this movie. Um, I was just going, I was going to see Predator and I was just seeing what was out and I just saw Assassination Nation. I was like, well, hey, you know, I, I wouldn't mind checking out a movie that nobody hasn't seen because I definitely didn't know anything about it. So I checked out the trailer. I did drop the trailer for the people on Facebook, but hey, if um, you want to kind of catch up with, you know, to what I'm talking about, Go ahead and give it a pause and, you know, play the trailer on YouTube. I mean, it's not going to take that long, you know, but a couple of minutes, you know. But, um, yeah, Assassination Nation. And um, I actually just looked up, you know, what the trailer was. And I was like, all right, this trailer is crazy. <laughs> There's a lot going on in the trailer. It's like, wow, like you can't even, you won't even know if you're going to like the movie or not because you don't even know what it's about, you know. But um, before we get into what the movie, what the movie is about, uh, we have um, the director, Sam Livingston. Um, he directed Another Happy Day and 20 Minutes of Immortality. Now, I haven't seen those movies. Maybe some of you have. You always can check out the trailer if you are a fan of his work. Mm-hmm. Now, we have um, the cast and um, we have the characters. So the character is Lily. Played by Odessa Young. Uh, if you've seen Daughter, High Life, or Looking for Grace, uh, you will find Odessa in those films being played by, um, or being, or playing, excuse me, Lily. Um, you have Bex. Uh, Bex, actually, uh, in the film, the character is transgender and the actor is transgender. Uh, Harry Neff. Um, you might have found uh, Harry Neff on Transparent and You. You have uh, Sarah uh, being played by Suki Waterhouse. You might have, you know, checked her out on Insurgent, Pride and Prejudice Zombies. Uh, I've heard of Pride and Prejudice Zombies, and I know everybody's probably heard of Insurgent. Um, you have M being played by Abra. Uh, she hasn't really, she hasn't really done anything. I don't think. <laughs> I couldn't find anything on it, you know, for you know, for me to check out anything. But anyway, uh, you have Principal Terrell, uh, played by Coleman Domingo. Uh, you might have known uh, Coleman in Selma and uh, Fear of the Walking Dead, and also Nate Parker's Birth of a Nation. And last but not least, you have Mark. Uh, the character is Mark, being played by Bill Skarsgård. Uh, you might be familiar with uh, Bill from It. Um, Bill plays the clown It. Um, he's been in Deadpool 2 and also he's in Castle Rock, which after the rewatch ending, I like Castle Rock, but I kind of was off a little bit. But yeah, he, he plays an interesting role on Castle Rock. Um, but anyway, um, back 
to assassination nation um just to give you a log line of just a big you know it's a background information on it synopsis uh there's a hack attack that reveals the town secrets uh this hidden information is forced into the light uh placing many of the citizens in danger or in a violent state this puts lily and her friends in the middle of a violent storm uh so yeah so it's it's a lot going on you know it starts off with the hack and things just kicks off from there um but just to get to the visual uh i felt like it had a video like a, a music video style I, I thought that was pretty cool um other you know there are other movies that have music video styles one i can think of is definitely belly with uh Nas and dmx but um yeah check them out you know you ever get a chance if you're not familiar with belly but if you um like remembering the video it was like broken up because it's like four three to four characters that's normally constantly you know in it friends rather i should say they're all are friends and it's like three to four of them and when it's three of them hanging out you know they would sometimes use it where they'll split the screen into three and you get to see what each friend is doing in different locations i thought that was pretty dope um but they don't confuse you because it's not like three different dope things or like like uh short attention span things is going on and you got to be like all right you know which screen should i look at actually they, they kind of set it up where it's three things going on and of course like it'll be something lightweight like drinking or smoking on one of the other two screens but the actual story is going in the other screen with that character if that makes sense so yeah so that that was cool i, I thought that was cool um haven't witnessed any you know anything shot like that i you know i'm not sure but I, I haven't witnessed anything shot like that before and it was entertaining you know quite simple and you know to the point and also you know it was cool i, I, I like that i like that shot um also um it had a strong feminist and lbgt lbgtq message uh that told an interesting story um but something was a little missing something was missing for me um the story was cool um it was interesting to the point of seeing their point of views um as i mentioned um uh the uh, harry neff uh she her character was like an interesting you know point you know what i'm saying like just uh you know like because it was just different i rarely watch movies where transgenders have like a storyline with them you know in it like that so it was kind of like an interesting point of view an interesting story you know of one of the stories there are other stories that's going on going on as well but um I, her story was the b story so you also have um uh it also questioned things it questioned well i'll get back oh before i get to that yeah it, it, i was saying that something was missing i'm gonna get back to that later but it kind of was like elevator like when you're getting off the elevator and you know when you get off the elevator it's normally leveled but yet it's unleveled so either you got to step up to get off the elevator or you have to step down to get off the elevator that's how i kind of felt like something was missing you know what i mean something was a little off or whatever but anyway um i'll get back to that later um but it also the, the story questions or the movie as you question you know what is too far you know it's a lot of witch hunting going on in this film which ironically the film is the setting of the film is in salem you know uh so you know definitely you know witch hunting in salem or whatever the case but the thing is um for example what i mean by you know how far is too far is you know is you know is it are you a child molester for you having a naked picture of your six-year-old daughter in the bathtub playing 
You know what I mean? Like, you know, especially like if it's your point of view isn't of anything else, anything weird. Like, like so like they, they bring those questions up. I, I did like that part of the movie. They did bring that up. Like, how far is too far? You know what I'm saying? Like, are we just, you know, intruding in other people's lives, bringing our own uh, point of view into it and making it this is what you're doing when that's not even the case? You know what I'm saying? So I thought that was cool. Um, it also talks about the dangers of social media, you know, um, you know, w- with information being put out there. What if that information isn't true about you? You know about that other person, but yet people are uh, absorbed to the lie. You know what I mean? Like they actually rather hear the lie than the truth. Uh, Charlemagne the God from the Breakfast Club, he he says that a lot. You know that's what people always want to hear. They want to hear the lie because it's more entertaining than the truth. So that was an interesting outtake. Um, also, they put a microscope a microscope uh, on the toxic male. Uh, versus victimized female relationship um that that was interesting uh because like it was just certain things i was certain things i kind of disagree with but then the thing certain things were just isolated like things did happen that were probably isolated situations that were you can like compare life to but then other things were just kind of like you know over the top because it's a movie right but i would say you know one of the scenes if you watch the trailer uh if you notice it's like one of the scenes it's kind of like a whole bunch of females against dudes on one scene and that and that's in the trailer and in that scene if you notice like everybody all the dudes have they're dudes with guns and it's like three women uh backed by other women that have their arms folded <laughs> you know like they didn't basically they didn't have weapons they <laughs> they, they they brought their, their they didn't need weapons they brought the nasty girl to the fight you know <laughs> just i was like wait a minute why don't they have weapons <laughs> i don't understand like I, like it's a bunch of dudes with guns and yet you like it's three to four women three to four women i can't remember it's three or four of them i think it was because they alternate so sometimes it was three sometimes it was four I think it was four women at that point and they had it where like just a bunch of women with their arms folded like yeah you know but anyway um uh yeah that that part was hilarious to me I did find that part pretty funny um but also too um I think this would have made a great tv show um because it it gives you a chance to understand the character's um because it goes from 20 to 150 real quick you know it, it it's you know and it starts off you know at a, at a pace but then I, but it goes to to so left till it's like or you know it, it's like wow you know what i mean it's like like how do we even get here so i think if it was a tv show to watch that build understand the characters I think that would have been pretty cool. You know what I mean? That, that would have been cool as a TV show. And I probably think it would have been better than The Purge. Because <laughs> I'm trying to watch this Purge TV show. And it's like, I probably have to see it from the beginning. I, I didn't like The Purge movies. But the reason why I bring up The Purge is because that's what some of the flavor is for this film. Yeah. Like you have, it, I, I say it's mixed with The Purge, uh, C, uh, SLC Punk. Um a uh, short for Salt Lake City Punk. If uh, you didn't see that movie, interesting movie, I'll say worth checking out. Um, and Sucker Punch. 
um i know y'all familiar with sucker punch or either hurt sucker punch and it has a little grindhouse sprinkled on there but I, I feel that's the formula uh or the ingredients i felt like that was kind of compared to other films that made this film what it is um and also the uh the missing element i was referring to before like the thing about the state about walking off the elevator and not getting that elevator leveled um the missing element to me was uh, i guess the uh the feminism and uh sexual orientation you know being attacked you know what i mean and i'm pretty sure you know you see as being attacked but i think for this film it was psychological it might feel this way like the actual attack might feel this way psychologically you know for those situations and for those issues that's what i'm guessing um because when i was looking at it it felt off because i felt like where those messages of feminism and sexual orientation were i felt like racism should have been there because it's actually happening it's actually you know cats are really getting their heads blown off kids are getting killed kids are getting arrested getting guns pulled on them by police because of their skin color so i felt like all the craziness because i told you it went it went went from 20 to 150 and in that range of going to 150 or being in the hundreds you know it was a lot of stuff that they could have i felt dropped racism in there i don't know maybe they felt like that's what's going on and you know the rest of the issues are undertones compared to how serious racism is and that might be the artwork to flip it you know or make racism you know as minute but then you know you know there are issues where uh sexual orientation and um uh feminism is being attacked but i you know but the things that were happening you know to these women to me were like yo this is what black people just you know is going through you know what i'm saying i've went through and it's going through now so i didn't really so I, it kind of I, I would say my opinion because i don't know what the director or the writers were thinking so you know i can't even you know you know speak from their point of view but i would say it was easier it it, it I, I really was like right i felt like something was wrong the whole time in the movie when i was watching it you know what i mean i would say the whole time but certain issues were happening and i felt like something was off and then toward the end of the movie, I was like, yo, you know, I felt like this is what black people went through. You know what I mean? So, you know, I don't know if they were trying to uh, what the message was, but I felt like but they mentioned racism, you know, certain issues are going to be in this film. I, they did say that in racism, they did mention and I didn't really feel there was any strong racism other than, you know, maybe because I always said I always said this. I always said that when they when. Uh, you have most white writers or directors when they have a black male they usually make him a monster asexual gay comic relief a token or a stereotype you know what i mean it doesn't feel real it feels kind of forced when i watch certain characters and, I, and it's not every movie but it's majority of the movies i've seen they've always played those type roles and so you know all those they're those type characters i should say so I don't know i was like 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 maybe that was the point there that was the racism because they said racism was in it you know that's what they said out of their own mouths when you watch the trailer so and at the beginning of the movie they tell you that you know it was like a lot of issues they tell you that's going to be in this film and racism was one of it so and i did notice that like you had um one guy who portrayed who turned out to be a monster you know what i'm saying you know so to speak but you know but it, it this his turn didn't make sense because he was chilling on the couch 
uh, with uh, Bex. Uh, that's the transgender. And they were cool. It was just cool. They were just talking. And Bex is cool with, you know, uh, this black girl that's also in the, uh, in the film. Um, I think her name is uh, M. Her name is M. And so, um, yeah, it's so like he's dating her, which is Bex's friend. So it was like I didn't get why he turned into a monster all of a sudden i you know i understand what he tried to make it as but i didn't get that heel turn at all and um and it was the the principal um also who was played by coleman domingo um principal terrell um he he kind of was painted as a monster he was he was a victim but was painted as a monster and this story was just forgotten i thought he was going to come back into the story but you know, it, it just was, you know, it just was kind of forgotten. So, yeah. So, I mean, if that was the racism they're talking about, okay, you got to really, you know, uh, think about it or feel it to really catch that one. But, you know, I, you know, I felt like that was pushed way to the back, but it's not, it's like, in reality, it's to the forefront. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it tries to get pushed to the back. You try to have other groups be like, oh, you know, it's just like them. They're going through, the same type of situation as black people no no it's not the same it's not the same so you know we're saying that you know nah I, I don't really see you know why it's pushed to the the back like that unless it's for artistic reasons to be like all right in reality i'm just flipping reality that could be a possibility but anyway um it also felt like this was uh funded by the good people from the me too movement and the amber rose slut ball Yay! Well, wow, somebody was excited. That must have been 21 Savage when he went to the Ambrose slut walk. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely um, it felt like it was, uh, in, you know, tied with uh, those movements. Um, a lot of messaging, you know, that those movements have that was in this film. Um, they also, like I uh, mentioned before, the, the male versus female, the army of women with no weapons. I felt, you know, like that, that psychological, I felt that was psychological and, um, it had a laughable ending. Um, it was, it was a little cheesy how it ended the whole walking side by side, you know, in the line. And that was another thing they had in the movie too, a lot. Like when they were walking in school, like they would be side by side, like most of those, uh, like, I guess like the, the girly type films or whatever, like, you know, when like mean girls type stuff or whatever, like when they're in school, they're like walking side by side in unison, you know, on beat, you know what I mean? Like, like it looks weird. Now, one thing they did point or doing this film, they did kind of, uh, they did kind of have people looking at them like they were crazy. Cause that's what, you know, that's what you do because that's, you know, like somebody, you had to practice that. You can't just walk in a straight line on step on beat and then you know going to class you know holding your books going to class that's weird you had to practice that so it took a lot to walk in unison and that just looks weird and they had some people looking at them like they were weird I, it would have been funnier if they would have had them said and one two three go then they step you know what i mean they start walking that would have been a little hilarious to me well i mean that scene was neither here nor there it was just weird that it was in there in the first place um maybe for comedy purposes uh, but yeah uh, but like I said you know they're really you know they there are a lot of issues um, 
that was on here uh felt like they they really wanted to make it not about racist issues which is fine uh whatever i mean that's their point of view or whatever but on my side it was kind of like yeah but i did notice they had a they had a black friend and her mother was dating you know was in a racial uh dating thing but the mother you know um not to say too much you know but it 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 was just kind of weird it wasn't a regular position you know it wasn't like well what's wrong with interracial dating nah it's more or less like the position the mother was in in this interracial dating uh uh aspect you know i almost <laughs> said something else but no but you know it it it, it was just kind of weird like it like it didn't feel comfortable you know what i mean like the whole thing uh with like how even the girl um m how she acted that's what i'm referring to m like how she just carried herself it, it was kind of weird the mother was a little weird and what the mother was doing it was kind of mbw's you know what i mean so like that's what i kind of felt the um girls were on referring to m and her mother um now there was one scene you know the mother you know mother you know it was like all right you know it was a scene that i felt when it was uh in their territory and i kind of felt like okay you know i wonder where this is gonna go i it really got me pulled in and interested it was drama for me i should say and suspenseful um when i was following the mother and the daughter so to speak more so the mother you know but um that was cool i don't want to i don't want to give that away definitely want to give that away because that was an interesting point to me and that or int- interesting part to me in that uh in that in that uh story um but yeah um uh, i was gonna talk about this dream i had that you know but i don't think i have enough time um because <laughs> this movie did give me a messed up dream i believe it did but make a long story short you know uh you know how when you're actually dreaming, but you wake up, but for some reason you remember the storyline in your dream, but when you were dreaming, like that storyline was real for you, but when you wake up in your reality, in your waking moment, that storyline was like, what the hell was that? Like that wasn't a part of my life. Well, what I'm getting to is, yeah, this movie made me dream that I had somebody in my goddamn trunk that was crazy like i actually had somebody in the trunk and i knew what was going on in the dream like i can't remember now i try to remember it but it just didn't make sense it wasn't part of my reality but it felt like i was in an alternate dimension and you know i was in my own i was in another body of me you know what i mean and i had the body in the trunk and i knew why i had the body in the trunk and i was trying to figure out how i was going to get rid of it you know i had a dog which i don't have a dog i um I was trying, you know, because it was the point where I kind of was freaking out. And I was like, yo, I didn't feed my, you know, the person that I kidnapped, you know, they have to drink water. I haven't fed them. I haven't fed my dog. Like, I was really, like, bugging. And when I woke up, man, I fought to get out of the bed, man. That was crazy. And it all came from that dream. I wish I can make it longer, but hey. But anyway, that was it for that dream. The reason I'll tell you the dream because it came from the film. But, um what's next uh that i'm going to be doing i'm going to be sending out uh some trailers from bleach that dropped i was a big big bleach fanatic uh for the anime um napoli ever after 
uh that's going to be coming out soon and also i received a request uh death note uh yeah shout out you know to the sweetheart that wanted death note and also it's you know hey if it's a film that you want to be put out there and or you want to know about it you know let me know send a request and also send some love you know i'm going to go ahead and because i have like a um like a schedule of films i got coming out and i want to slide you know the stuff that's requested inside and to make sure you know I, you know i do it right away for you you know what i'm saying send some love send some love out make sure you know i want to send that love back you know for that request or whatever you know and also too you know send some love to me as well but yeah but that's it um that was assassination nation uh what do i give it i don't have time to drink because it's already too long this podcast so i'm gonna give it a six i'm gonna give it a six and um check it out check out the trail on youtube you know hit me up on facebook critical critical Pittman, uh k-r-i-t-i-c-a-l-p-i-t-t-m-o-n you know leave a response what you want me to review and uh yeah i'll take it easy all right one